Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So last night, I had a beautiful evening at St. Teresa Parish in Palatine. I saw a friend of mine who went to high school with me way, way back in the day. Actually went to CCD with me as well. That was awesome. I haven't seen her in decades. Her mom and my mom used to be on the same softball team. It was just so cool. And then... My ex-mother-in-law and my ex-brother-in-law and his wife, they came and it was such a surprise. I was more than bowled over because I've never said I'm sorry to them. I'm going to get emotional because that's what happened last night. I saw them. I started crying And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you guys are here. This is their home parish. This parish is the parish that I was married in, my first marriage, that I had my first communion, um, confirmation. I went to CCD. (laughs) I laughed because I said I didn't get catechized here decades ago. (laughs) But it was amazing to see them come. And then yet... I'm sharing all of who I was, how selfish I was, how everything was about me, myself, and I. And if it felt good, do it. And anything, do whatever makes you happy, even if it is going to hurt someone, which it did. And I never thought about my sin expanding out beyond me. And perhaps maybe the person that I sinned against, for example, my husband at the time, committing adultery. But our sins have an impact on others beyond what we could ever imagine. And last night wasn't exactly the moment for me to look at them and say, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry for breaking your brother and son's heart. I'm sorry for hurting you because I love them too. But they're amazing people. These are people who live a Christian life. The two that came are ex-military and they're out there doing a bunch of ministry work. It's amazing. And it was funny because she came up to me, my ex-husband's brother's wife, (laughs) hard for me to say. And she said, you know, I never thought about you like that. Like she said, I never looked at you like you were this bad person. There was a clear distinction between me and her. There was night and day. 
And I love her and love her still today for who she is. She just wasn't me. And I was this loud, obnoxious party girl. And she is exactly what a woman should be, you know, kind and demure and quiet. I mean, like the opposite of me. And she has got such a beautiful heart that she came up and she's like, I never thought that that of you. And I'm, you know, if you're listening, girl, I never thought that you thought that of me. <laughs> I just knew you were a good person. How you held yourself, <clears throat> excuse me, how you hold yourself, how we hold ourselves. People know what to expect out of us based on how we act. And I think it's important for us to look at our sins that we commit and assess and reflect how does this impact others in our life? When I went back to apologize to my husband almost 13, 14 years later, I could have, should have, would have, but didn't extend that apology to his mom and dad or the rest of the family. I wasn't there yet, but I am now. And I wish I did it last night to say, hey, I'm sorry. But I think I know that they know. Because look, I am so different than who I was. And so are you. You are on a path too. Hopefully God is showing people around you how you are changing. How people can look at you and say, hey, I want that. I want that peace, that joy. I am still me. I'll never be this other demure person, I am out there, but there are things about me now that I would never do that I used to do in terms of the way that I used to dress, the words and the things that I used to say. I'm still out there laughing and joking, but it's in a different context, in a different way, <laughs> mostly about how I used to live my life. But when you sit and you think about, especially the sinful things that we do in relationships, especially when you're talking adultery, the biggest betrayal, it impacts so many others. And we need to think about that. And we need to do our best to rectify and repair the damage that we've done, knowing that we probably won't ever make it right. But the fact is that we are adults and we own it. And we now on the walk, on the journey, know that we need to take our grievances off of the altar, right? Let's not go to mass and pretend like everything's okay. When we're in an argument with our family members, our coworkers, our neighbors, God says, take your grievance and make it better with whoever you have an issue with. 
Leave your altar, leave your, your offering at the altar. Go fix it, then come back. And you may not be able to fix it, but you can apologize. You can own it and you could do your best not to do that again. You cannot make people love you. You cannot make people forgive you. You cannot make people do anything in terms of how they feel about you. All you can do is own your actions. Sincerely apologize. Hopefully that apology comes from a sincere place and you're not just saying I'm sorry just to say you're sorry to brush it under the rug. Just be aware. Think about beyond you. So if you're addicted to pornography or if you are gluttonous with food or with drink or with drugs or you're angry and you fly off the handle at people. It's not just something that you are working on. You're impacting others because you're drunk or because you are so unhappy and unhealthy. So I'll, I'll go there last night, the last couple of days, this is typical for me <laughs> when the weather changes and it's my favorite time of the weather, favorite time of the year. The weather is perfect for me. I love fall. That's what I'm experiencing right now. But with fall, I get like, I want sweets. I almost ate a half a bag of caramels yesterday. <laughs> I'm going to go speak and I don't eat dinner but I ate a half a bag of caramels. Like I could feel my fat expanding as I was sitting there and I got dressed and I'm about ready to leave. And I looked at my husband and I'm like, he goes, what, what's up? I go, Oh, I feel gross. He's like, why? And then I told him, well, I ate all these caramels. He says, what are you eating that for? I said, I don't know, you know, but the truth is, I don't know. Why did I eat caramels instead of something healthy? And then I could just feel I was bloated and gross. And he looks at me, he's like, you look fine. And I'm like, yeah, but, and I lifted up my shirt and my stomach was <laughs> pouring out over the top. It wasn't just a muffin top. It was like a big loaf of bread, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and he's laughing. And I said, and he's like, well, uh, okay, well, you can't see it. And I said, yeah, but that's just how I feel now. It had nothing to do, nothing to do with what I looked like. I say this all the time. I am so beyond what people think of me, whether I have a bathing suit on or a full winter jacket where nobody can see anything of my body. I do not care what people think of me. What I do care about is being the most clean and efficient body ever. I know that sounds so weird, but I was gunked up last night. I was not feeling God's zeal until of course I saw some people and I just, whew, I mean, it was like God started filling me, but I, my body was gunked up. If we are getting winded, taking a flight of stairs, 
if we are groaning, standing up, sitting down, moving <laughs> just a little bit, I'm 52 years old as of yesterday, and I shouldn't be moaning and groaning when I move. So this is my own deal, because guess what? I am not a good evangelizer when I'm not feeling my best in my body, when I don't have the energy, when I'm not giving myself the good foods that God created for me on this earth and staying away from that man-made packaging stuff. Sugar for me is death. Death. I can feel it. So that impacts other people. It's not a sin to eat caramels. It's kind of gluttonous to eat a whole half a bag. And then guess what? Last night when I was done, I poured a tiny little smidge of wine and I ate the rest of the caramels. So yesterday my diet was caramels, like 100% sugar. <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is I wasn't my best. I didn't feel... I was gunking up the Holy Spirit. And we know that that can impact everything else. How patient we are with people. How much we have love for people. How much we accept people the way they are. How much we let things go or don't let things go. It's all connected. Mind, body, soul, spirit, sin. Mind, body, soul, spirit, sin. When you got sin, it gunks up your body. When you're doing not virtuous things and falling into the vice, life, if you will, it impacts us and it impacts others. Okay, beating that horse. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh, come Holy Spirit, help us understand that sin hurts others. It hurts the people that are around us and the people that we use during those sinful acts. Those people on the pornography films, the, the men or the women that we're looking at in a lustful way as objects those people that we target and take out our frustration on in anger and blame. Help us to understand that sin doesn't just impact us, our heart and our souls and our salvation, but those around us. And sometimes in a really big way. Lord, if I'm addicted to drugs and alcohol, I know that I am not the best person for my family. If I am addicted to food and no exercise, I know that my life is going to be harder because everything is going to be that much more of an effort. And I will be more short and curt and irritated easily because I am not my best mind, body, soul, and spirit. Lord, I know that this is not my 
body. You gave this to me. You paid a great price for this body. Help me to treat it like the temple, like your home. Because the better I treat my body, my mind, my soul with you, the more I will be like you to others. And I know that's what you call me to be. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. <sighs> we learn every day. We should learn every day. Honestly, if we're not learning something every single day about ourselves, about others, about God, we're regressing. We're going backwards. You cannot stay in the one place in the spiritual world. It is not progress. If you just stay doing what you're doing, that's not how it works. We need to be a child learning like a child with our loving father who's going to teach us with his heart, not with his fist. He's going to show us why these things aren't good for us. He's not just going to tell us as a dad, no, you can't do that. And we as kids want to do it even more because dad just told us we can't. That's not how we should be approaching this. We need to be saying, Father, Abba, Daddy, help me. And asking him to change our hearts so that we Learn to live with God's wisdom and not live our faith in our head. Okay. I love you all. Really, reflect on one of the biggest things you've done and how many people you may have hurt. And you may want to make reparations. You may not. But I think it's important that we realize sin does not just impact us, especially the big ones. Okay, everyone, I love you all. Ah, go find something more with God and have a blessed and inspired day.